0: Please leave a message after the tone. You got seven questions, dude. Your life is going down the tubes. What do you do?
1: What you
2: Uh,
1: Yes, welcome. Welcome to another episode of Nude Clan After Dark. I am your loving host, Caleb.
2: Caleb Craig. And this is Cameron.
1: Today, we have a couple great questions coming to us from unknown parts and also a Joe. So, let's see what we got first.
0: Hey new clan, this is Joe again, uh, calling from Shithole LA. Uh anyway, I just wanna bring up Race again with uh once more on the show. Uh I have a question, um with regards to something that happened the other day at work. So um I work at a deli and um at this deli we sell fried chicken and they a uh, black man uh, came up and asked me what kind of chicken uh, we had. And having seen that we didn't have the other two types of chicken that we sell, which is uh, big chicken, and um, I knew we didn't have uh, chicken wedges or uh, chicken tenders, I think. And so I went, oh, like fried chicken? And then realizing what I had said. <laughs> a couple seconds later, I go. We have that, and we have baked chicken. As if I was continuing the sentence. Now, I definitely didn't mean it in any racist context, and I don't even know that I ever thought about fried chicken as a black thing till I came down here to California and saw the uh, trailer for the Green Book which had a joke about black people and fried chicken in it. Anyway, I always thought fried chicken was like a southern thing. It wasn't really like a black person thing. And uh, the guy um, told someone that, well, I was a racist. And then I was going to get in trouble. But then later, the guy stole from the store. (laughs) And so they disregarded the complaint, uh, that he gave.
1: So. <laughs> That's where it cuts out, and then we have the last little section here. <laughs> he stole stuff from the store, let's go. So
0: cool. my question is to you, was what I did racist? Anyway, this should be fun to hear three white guys, uh, argue about. Have fun, guys.
1: Thanks. Okay, so uh, I love the fact that he got caught stealing from the store after calling you a racist. Um, that makes me laugh. Uh, you know, I don't think it's super racist to assume because, like, who goes no. who goes to fucking order like baked chicken? You're like, you know what? I want my chicken to be dry. Well, it's people are going to that be flavorless. Want to
3: have the uh, the the. St- fucking skin and stuff on there They don't. Uh, it's for like healthier options yeah you know? and I, I yeah. don't
2: think it was racist until you had that moment of hesitation when you thought about it being yeah, racist
3: yeah that was the moment it kind of became racist
2: yeah I think he's on to something though with it being a
1: southern thing because it is it's a south the south loves their fried or their yeah their fried chicken you yeah. know well, they
3: That's, like fried foods in general so yeah
1: because they're good fried chicken is the best chicken I think uh, so, no, I don't think that was racist. I think he was racist for stealing something and, getting, and being a stereotypical, like, however racist views black people as, like, stealing shit and eating fried chicken. Like, I mean, the real question is, did he buy the fried chicken or did he not?
3: Probably not, since he called Joe a racist. Okay,
1: so he probably left and then he was like, fuck this place. I'm going to steal something from him. And then he got kicked out and then Joe didn't get in trouble because the guy stole... <laughs> <laughs> after complaining about it being a racist. Um, yeah, I don't think it's inherently racist. I think, yeah, like Caleb's probably right. When you thought about, oh, that could be racist, that was kind of like more racist than just assuming he wanted the good kind of chicken
3: well i mean if you didn't have anything else like it's not like saying oh just fried chicken is is wrong you just can explain that that's all you. yeah it's not like the second
1: the guy walked up you like pulled up a huge thing of watermelon grape soda and then like fried right you know like it wasn't that it wasn't like overtly like every stereotype thing it was just, you gave him the two options that you had, starting with the delicious option and then moving into the not-so-great option, why are you here buying food at a deli if you don't want the most unhealthy motherfucker we possibly have? Um, no. I think it's pretty funny, but no, I don't I don't think it's necessarily racist. I just think that it's, I don't know, the guy's being dumb. The guy's being dumb, and fried chicken is great. Everybody here likes fried chicken, right? I mean... Of yeah. all the chicken options, like I would rather have that.
3: Uh, it depends on where it's
2: from. Uh, yeah, for me too. Depends on where it's from. You can bake some pretty good chicken too, yeah. Last That's time true. I had Kentucky Fried Chicken, it made me sick, so.
3: Yeah, Kentucky Fried isn't exactly the best example <laughs> So sometimes the chicken.
2: smell of fried chicken will kind of set me off, but generally I do like fried chicken.
1: Yeah. Oh, you know what? Grilled chicken is really fucking good too. Yeah. If you do it right. I don't trust delis to do it right though. It's a thing. Like I didn't, Yeah, it's like, yeah, you know. If they rotisserie the chicken, then yeah, it's gonna be awesome. But yeah, uh,
3: rotisserie chicken's pretty freaking great.
1: Yeah, so that's how that is. Um, try to be more racist next time, and then you'll get in trouble for something real. <laughs> Let's see what else we have on here. If it's even a question for us, I don't know.
4: Hey, nude clan, first time caller, long time caller. Uh, so oh my, God. my wife and I have moved for her job. Um to different states about three times in the last two and a half years. Um, cause basically she's, she's an engineer and she got hired on as an engineer and then ended up the job. Uh, wanted her to do a whole bunch of bullshit menial tasks that weren't at all what she was promised for the job. Um, and we recently just moved again. And it kind of seems like it's uh, the same deal again, um, and the people that she works with are even worse and even stupider and kind of sounds like the, the company might be a little bit of a sinking ship, um, and it's a lot of a boys club, um, so I think she was kind of just hired on as an engineer so they could say that they hire women engineers. Uh so just kind of trying to figure out maybe what what to do about this. The pay is nice and the uh the health insurance is really nice, which is uh kind of a big deal to me. Um but yeah, she already kind of seems like she hates it. So uh I don't know, just wanted to get your guys thoughts on that. All right, thanks. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So, pay's nice, health insurance nice, but there's a point to where money can't make you happy, though. So, if you're doing a job every day that's not making you happy, but you feel like you're stuck into it because of the amount of money you're getting um you're going to she's going to slowly go insane. She's going to hate it over time. So what I would just suggest is just, you know, talk to her about it and see what she wants to do. I mean, it sounds like she has a really marketable skill, so I mean, there's always putting out feelers for other jobs at the same time. So,
3: yeah, and as far as moving, you could uh, try and see if uh there's other jobs available around where you already are before you make the decision to move again.
2: Um, yeah. I mean, moving over and over again is not fun. It's a pain in the ass, yeah. Um, just depends on, you know, if you guys wanted to find an area you wanted to settle in to and look for jobs in that area. Or if you wanted to stay where you're at, then, yeah, do what Craig said. But really, once you have a skill like that where she can get jobs, you shouldn't feel like you're tied down to one job as much. And, again, just talk to her and see how your wife feels about it and what she wants to do.
1: So... For me, this is my, here's my policy on work and life, right? You work as much as you can, you make as much fucking money as you can, and then you die, right? But for me, it's, I try to separate work from life. So, like, as much as I bitched about my job in the beginning, and as much as I bitch about it continually, it doesn't really affect me that much. I just like to bitch, and I think some things are really, really, really stupid, and I get really caught up on those things and I get enraged. But overall, my thoughts on my job are, it's fine. It's what I do. I make pretty good money. I don't think I'm stuck there because I usually make pretty good money no matter where I go. Um, But there there are a couple things I ask myself when I have a job. One, can I move up? Is it something in which I can advance in to make more money overall and I I don't mean more money as in like I can work 60 hours a week and get paid more than Cameron I mean more money as in I can work 40 hours a week and get paid as much as, as as someone like Cameron who's on a pretty good salary you know doesn't work a shitload of OT like me it's about upping my base pay that's my main objective every act I do every job I take it's is it a dead end job if the answer is yes try to find something else while keeping that just to make sure you have some income and find something better. And if the answer is, yes, it's a dead-end job, but it pays very well, if that's what I need right now, then that's what I'm going to do.
2: I mean, certain jobs are stepping stones for you in life so you can develop another skill so you can be more marketable in another way.
1: Exactly, yeah. So she might have one of those now. Um, It sounds like she's not using the skill that she's already developed, but if there's something else that she can do while she's there to further develop herself, then it might be worth it to stay. Mm -hmm. If it's truly a dead-end then no. I would leave. Especially like Cameron said if you have other options. And I mean if you've gone to school for and she's an engineer, like she has plenty of options, I'm sure.
2: Right.
1: Um it's a it's a very highly marketable job. If there's something that keeps her there that she can like develop on the side, like, you know, further experience in a certain program that's or the,
2: uh, the freedom of having a good degree and you know a good skill you just don't have to feel like you're tied to any one specific place
1: right you already did the tied to one specific place thing when you went to school like you got that out of the way and yeah. you're done with that so you don't have to do that um, a lot of other great things to consider like are you in an area you want to stay in like is it worth it to suck it up for a while and try to see if something else better comes along in that area I mean rather than I mean, just that's like the
2: boat, they're, the boat they're in right now uh, yeah
1: Is it worth it to leave or stay?
2: It's so staying, you know, it's a great income, great, um, you know, benefits, but you can use this time to start branching out and looking to other places. I mean, that's your freedom right now. Yeah. You're in a good enough place to, you know, to float or, you know, to do well enough right now, but then you don't have to feel like you're trapped by it.
1: I would also, no matter what you guys end up doing, I would have her start applying for other places that are similar, no matter what, because you can always do better. Um, there's always a better option out there, especially if you have a degree Jobs like
2: nowadays, it's climbing up the ladder is slower to, so not, I'm not saying that all jobs are like this, but for the most part, especially in technology, climbing up a ladder at the company is generally slower, pro, slower progression than jumping to a new company altogether.
1: Yeah, exactly. So it might be a longer, a longer burn, but it might be better overall. Um, and that's something you have to consider too. Like is your, do you have staying power at the place she's at now? Can she do what she wants to do if she stays there? It long sounds enough? like
2: it's a sinking ship. So yeah, in that case, take what you can and then always be looking for other options. So you're not caught by surprise if that ship does sink too. Right.
1: Yeah, and I, and I would say take what you can and look all the time too, because there's no reason to, if you're not happy and I mean, not everyone can separate work from life as well as I do. And I don't even think I do it that well. Um, Because I I work to do the things I want to do and to make things like this better, you know, like the podcast. Like I can now buy games and play more games and have more experiences to further my podcasting, which is the the fun job that I do. You know, if you don't have that mindset, if you can't possibly put yourself into that spot, like I've had jobs in the past where I was just miserable and I'm not miserable now. It's mindless, which is beautiful because I get to listen to like books and shit, things that I love to do. But it's not miserable. If you're truly miserable and it starts affecting your day-to-day outside of work, that's when you really know you have to move on. It's just like it's just like an addiction. Like if your gaming affects you getting to work on time or if your alcohol consumption affects you calling out and not going to work the next day, that's when it's a problem. It's the same way with work. Yeah. One's not more important than the other. One just pays for the other. So you got to make sure you have the fucking one.
2: <laughs> um,
1: they, it's like a it's, a it's a cycle for the two. You have to make sure they work in tandem with each other. It has to be, you have to have that equilibrium. And if yeah. the job is ruining your day life or your life after work, then you you need to start looking for something else. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I, I know it's not responsible to do, but there have been times in my life where I've just quit and I didn't have anything back up backed up and I said, I fucking hate this. This is the worst thing I've ever done. You're going to have to find somebody else to do this because I'm fucking walking out of here right now. And I left and I never came back. You know, like that's can be pretty risky. Um, but sometimes yeah, that's what you got to do. If it gets bad enough, like your well-being is like, and the well-being of those around you is at risk. Yeah. So, uh, in extreme cases, I would do that. But it seems like you guys... It seems like it's more of a, wow, I don't want to do this anymore, not like a, I'm going to go in and I'm going to shoot the place up like I hate this fucking job <laughs> kind of a thing. So don't let it get to that point. Try to try to have as many options available as possible to be able to move on. Yep, um, Because you don't want to be miserable, especially after being miserable the whole time you're going to school, like working and going to school. That's not That's a lot of fucking work. You don't want to be miserable to then be miserable for the rest of your life. Like, the whole point is to go to have an easier time with life. That's why you go. So don't don't make it just as shitty, if not shittier than school. Yep. So, yeah. There you go. Well, guys, uh, thank you for joining us for this advice-heavy, you know, well-level-headed episode of uh, New Clan After Dark. Yeah. Make sure you get us your questions. That's at 385-204-3921. Give us questions, we'll give you answers, and uh, hopefully, hopefully they will benefit you as much as they do us. Until next time, guys, well, I guess we'll see you then. Maybe pick up on things I probably would have just gone on ignoring
0: Don't believe in yourself
2: Believe in me Believe in the coming out who believes in you